Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Dr. Diana Granita, the founder of Rheumatologist On Call. How are you today? Thank you. I'm very good. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very honored to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited. We, we met through a, through a mutual connection. Uh, they liked your post on LinkedIn. I saw your company. I'm like, I have to have Dr. Granita come on the podcast. And, and here we are today. So let's, uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. I'd love if you could start by telling the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll dive into rheumatologist on call. Perfect. So I was born and raised in Romania. I uh, have graduated medical school from Romania, and I moved here into United States in 2005 when um, I was, at that time, I was a cardiology resident and I was in a PhD program as well. So in this way, I came to Harvard University first, and um, a year later, I moved to Pittsburgh where I continued to uh, understand the immunology and more exactly transplant immunology. I was uh, one of the postdoctoral fellows at um, Thomas Starzl Institute, which is, um, and it was the, the greatest um, uh, center of transplant in the world at that point. And, um, you know, years later, I moved to Cincinnati, where I've done again my clinical training. And um, during my training, I discovered rheumatology. And I understood there is a huge connection between my background in immunology and rheumatology. So that's how I transitioned into rheumatology. And uh, working in private practice, I started to notice a couple of things that I wanted to change, but it was hard. So I decided to create a company that will offer patients uh, convenience, access, and um, um, also affordable care. I could not stand to see that I can become or I will become a, a financial burden for my patients. So the idea came from looking at my phone and I realized that what I do every day, I use my phone for many things in my life from communication to entertainment to finding a place in space using my GPS why not to see the doctor? So that's, that's how I started to look into telemedicine. And um, I figured out that telemedicine was um, existing at that point, but was not used as much as today. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy how I think we were going to get here uh, eventually. But I think what, what happened was the pandemic accelerated thing, maybe like two, three, up to like five plus years into the future, right? With how we're, we're going to get into this a little bit later, but how healthcare kind of went from totally like it, it just traditional, you know, inpatient care, but also you'd go to like urgent care. And I feel like some of that now is being replaced with like telehealth is like your first option now. And then all those other options come second, which honestly has some pros and cons to it, right? Because there's some things that you need to go into a, a, a doctor's office for to, to be diagnosed, but uh, there's a lot of stuff we're finding, right? That you can get that same level of care in many ways through telehealth. So you, you, focus, you decided to focus on rheumatology. Can you talk us through why it makes sense to have uh, rheumatology in a telehealth setting? Sure. So rheumatology, I will start with the you know, the, the demand. There is huge demand for rheumatologists, 
for specialists in rheumatology. There is a huge shortage nationwide and probably worthwhile from uh, specialists in my, my field. That's one thing. The second thing is that um, there are many patients that they need to be seen by rheumatologists. And because they are concentrated on the east or the east or the west coast and very little in the middle side of America or north side or south, I think that um, having a telemedicine practice will open access to those patients. Um, I looked to um, a CDC uh, prediction years ago in 2015 there were about 52 millions of people with arthritis, just arthritis, but we treat, we treat not only arthritis, but also autoimmune diseases. So imagine 52 million people of um, um, patients with arthritis that they, come, they have to come to see a doctor. The prediction is that these numbers in 20 years will increase to 70 millions. And a third of these patients, they have difficulties to get in a car, or travel to a doctor. And also in rheumatology, we do address a lot of chronic diseases. So they don't only have to see us once, they have to see us at least three to four times a year. So if you can cut down the travel time, the time that they have to arrange, not only them, but also people that will bring them, you know, the caregivers, if you cut down from uh, that expense, that time, that becomes a very valuable solution for these patients. Thank you. That was super helpful. Yeah, it's you're, we're seeing more and more, right? These I don't want to call it a niche because it's a you know it's an important area within, but in a way though, it is a niche, right? Like that's the these are a lot of the telehealth companies I think will do like what you're building, have the opportunity to do really well because you're so ultra focused and you can really del uh, deliver a high value care to you know the patients that you see because this is all you're, you're you're focusing in on this particular specialty uh one, one of the things we also wanted to discuss together here today is really the what, what the kind of the future of healthcare looks like through through your lens and we brought up kind of two trends right where are, are people going to kind of full more fully out of post pandemic are they going to start going at that same pace or do you think what we're going to see is my opinion is that we're going to go to a hybrid model and, and most people's opinion really seems like we're going to a hybrid model. I'd be curious to see if you share that opinion or if you have um, some other thoughts on just like hybrid versus uh, really shifting back to like totally inpatient care and uh, going to the urgent care centers. I think um, it's gonna become a hybrid model. And um, as you can see today, nobody is amazed about uh, the existence of telemedicine. We were forced by the pandemic to accept the reality, but telemedicine was here for many years before we were ready to accept it. And I think in medicine, not only that we have to accept telemedicine, but we have to accept artificial intelligence. We have to accept the health monitors. So we have to accept that this technology will be very handy to us and will make our life easier as providers, as physicians, but also will make the life easier for patients. Um, the convenience of telemedicine is extremely important to patients that do not have ability to see a specialist. And as you said, in my company, yes, there is a niche, but it's driven by a physician and the quality of care that I can offer in a longer period of time 
um, it's, it's valuable for, for these patients because I have the time to dedicate to them. And not only that I can talk to them about um, a treatment, but we can talk about their lifestyle as well. So you can combine things in uh, when you have time with the patient. Thank you. That's uh, super helpful. Well, uh, this, this is our intro podcast together. It's first time having you on. We learned a little bit about you, the company, and kind of your thoughts on what the future of healthcare looks like. I'm excited for, you know, potentially future episodes between us where we can talk about some other areas, maybe dive into uh, rheumatology a little bit more and some of uh, kind of how your, how your platform like flows, how it works um, for, for different types of patients, what we're allowed to share, right? Uh, but I really appreciate having you come on the podcast today and I wish you all the best of luck and, and keep moving Thank forward. Thank you so much for inviting me. That's a great opportunity to share with the world what I'm doing. And um, I want to thank people like you that take our story and spread it to the world. That's what we need. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.